What's up, everybody? This is From the Grave to Grace podcast, where we will be digging into the Bible and looking at building our relationship with Christ. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? This is Tim. Welcome back to From the Grave to Grace podcast. Uh, You know, Chris and I have been doing this for a couple of months now, and whether we get one play on an episode or 17 or 20 plays on an episode, we're thankful for our listeners. We're thankful for those who are um, consistent, uh, listening to us and hearing our words and actually sharing this with other people. Uh, We pray that this reaches, even if it only reaches 1 or 20, we pray that a seed will be planted and that somebody else will be able to use what we spoke of and and take it and further their walk with Christ. Um, We took a break last week. Um, It ended up just being a a very long and difficult week for for both of us. Um, And while that's not an excuse, sometimes it's just tough to find the time you know sit down and do one of these episodes but I'm thankful that this morning on my drive to work I'm able to take a second and speak to you about something that uh, is 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 near to me because it's something that I struggle with um, and hopefully that while I'm talking about it I can even better myself through it um, but we're going to take a story from from scripture today and Chris talked about a couple weeks ago getting the context um, I I strongly urge you to go and read uh, this chapter of Scripture, the chapter before, the chapter after, whatever whatever you feel like you need to read to get the context. Because I'm not going to be reading the whole chapter or the whole story. I'm going to be taking a part from this story, and I'm going to put it towards our lives, and I'm going to I'm going to put it into terms that we can understand, um, and we will see what we can learn from scripture but first i'm going to say a prayer and i'm going to ask the lord's blessing on my words so let's pray heavenly father thank you for this platform that we have god thank you for giving us the technology to be able to reach people um, in in our own vehicles or sitting in our own homes and we're thankful for that ministry and we pray that you'll bless this ministry and we pray that you'll bless my we we pray that you'll bless our words as we try to better people for you and encourage people to better themselves for you and we pray that you will just bless us as we continue going through this and bless our words and it's in your heavenly name we pray amen so on we go with the episode again happy that everybody that listens is listening hopefully you can get something out of it hopefully you can share it with someone near and dear to your heart and and you can further your own life and you're further your own walk with Christ through what we're talking about. Today I want to talk about something that happened in the book of Exodus. And we're talking about Moses today. Now, a lot of people know the story of Moses. Um, if they do, Even if they don't know scripture, a lot of people know the story of Moses. How he parted the Red Sea and, and you know, he threw his staff on the ground and it became a snake, which is sort of what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to be able to read from scripture only because I am driving. Um, But I I strongly encourage you to go read the book of Exodus. Uh, Specifically, we are talking about the ending of chapter 3 from the middle of chapter 3 all the way through chapter 4. 
And we're talking specifically about when God was telling Moses to go talk to Pharaoh. And he was telling Moses to go talk to Pharaoh, let my people go. I know you know that song. (laughs) We're talking about when God was commanding Moses to go speak to Pharaoh. And the the part I want to focus on today, it's uh, it's chapter 4, verse 10, I believe. And it's when Moses turns to God and says, but God, I am not eloquent with my words. Again, I'm paraphrasing. I never have been able to. I get tongue twisted. I'm not going to know what to say. So how many times in our lives have we felt that we're being called to do something yet we're too afraid to do it. Uh, a few months ago, or I say a few months, excuse me, a few episodes ago, I brought up that saying, and, and people use it a lot, the saying where they say, God will never put you through something that you can't handle on your own. That's not true. That's 100% false. That would make God obsolete. That would make us, you know, self-reliant, and we don't need God. Um, so how many, how many times have we felt you know, that, that God may be pushing something on us that we just absolutely cannot handle. We just, it's just not something we're going to be able to do. You know, that's out of our, out of our expertise. That's out of our comfort zone. That's just not something we want to do. It may not even be something you're uncomfortable doing. It may be just something you don't want to do. Maybe you don't think you're going to do it well. Maybe, maybe you think you'll be subpar. The crazy thing about it is, as a Christian, we should be able to trust that when God gives us instructions, he's going to be with us every step of the way. You know, sometimes I've felt like I've been set out on a journey necessarily, quote unquote. Maybe I've been set forth to do something or I felt called to do something and I felt like I was alone. And that, that's, that's where doubt comes into play. You know, Moses was told by God... Imagine being told something by God. Imagine hearing God's voice say, Hey, this is what you're going to do. Check this out. This is what I'm going to have you do. So go do it. So Moses hears from God and God says, Hey, listen, you're, you're going to go deliver this message. We're, we're going to deliver the people of Israel. And Moses is like, No way, Jose. Well, I mean, re- no way, Jesus. You know, Moses was not going for it. Moses said, God, I, I'm... I can't do that. I can't talk. I get tongue-tied. People aren't going to understand what I'm trying to say. Well, God says, well, who gave humans their mouths? That's literally what, what scripture says. That's not a paraphrase. God says, who gave humans their mouths? He's basically saying, listen, I'm the creator of all things. I could literally work your mouth like a puppet. So, have some faith and trust that when I send you to do something, buddy, I'm going to be there to help you. And again, Moses tells God, God, I, come on, God, I can't do that. Now, the difference between the first time and the second time is in between the first time Moses said, I can't do that. And the second time Moses said, I can't do that. God basically performs two miracles right then and there in front of Moses. The first one was He said, take this staff, this wooden stick, basically, a walking stick, this cane, take it, 
and throw it on the ground. And as soon as Moses throws it on the ground, it becomes a snake. The Bible actually says Moses turned around and ran from that snake. Listen, I identify with Moses right then and there, buddy. I'm running. I don't have time for snakes. God says, listen, pick pick that snake up. Stop acting like that. Pick that snake up. And as soon as Moses picks that snake up, it turns right back into a staff. Holy crap. That A miracle. Wow, cool. You know, that right there would show me God's power. But here Moses is still saying, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. So God says, I tell you what, stick your hand in your cloak. Okay. So he sticks his hands in his cloak, pulls his hand out, and he's covered in leprosy. Standing there in fear, obviously because he's covered in leprosy, God says, all right, now put your hand back in your cloak. So he sticks his hand back in there, pulls it out, just as good as new, brand new. The Bible says, just like the rest of his flesh, he was restored. Now those two miracles, I'm going to call them miracles, those weren't for Moses. Those were because Moses said, what if they don't believe anything I say? And God said, well, show them my power. And and this, you show them these two signs and they'll believe you. But the way I see it as well is here's Moses scared to do what God says. And God could be using these two miracles to prove to Moses, look, I'm all powerful. I created all things. I'm in all things. I'm around all things. I'm going to take care of you. But once again, Moses, I I can't do that, God. I can't. How often do we find ourselves trying to do something that maybe God called us to do, but we're so fearful that we don't trust that the creator of all things has our back? And I'm not necessarily talking about spiritual gifts, but I'm going to go ahead and use me as an example. For years and years, and I I don't want to I don't want to sound braggy, but for years and years, people have told me that I I sing well, I can sing well, and and my dad can sing beautifully, and my mom prayed for years that her children would be able to sing, and I, I've been told for years, you should sing in church, you know, just because I sing well, you should sing in church, you should sing in church. And I've had convictions in my heart that I I might should be doing worship somewhere at a church, leading people in worship, because God gifted me with this, and he gifted me with, you know, a personality to where I may excel or I may do well in that type of a position. But I, I'm fearful, and I'll just be 100% honest with you. I'm I'm fearful. I have not one time since I was, I don't know, 10 years old, sang in front of a group of people. And it makes my stomach hurt even thinking about it. You know, my wife, she did a Bible study just the other night, and it talked about spiritual gifts. And she said, hmm, maybe you should be doing this one. Because she's one of those ones that's saying... You know, you've been gifted with this. You're not even using it. What are you doing with this gift? And it's convicting. 
But here I am, just like Moses, saying, I can't do that. I can't do that. You know, I'm not good enough to do that. You know, I've heard some of these worship leaders, you know, on YouTube or on Facebook or even in person, and they're just awesome. They are awesome. And I find myself comparing myself to them. And then I think, come on, God, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not the one you want for that. But I'm being Moses. You see, I've seen miracles. I've seen God work through people. I've seen 180 in life. I've seen people who were atheists, complete atheists, or, or people who knew God but hated God because something bad happened to them. And I've seen lives restored and I've seen faith restored and I've seen what God can do. But here I am still fearful about using what God has given me. Maybe even what God is calling me to do. It's tough. It's tough. It's easy to say, yeah, I've got faith. I, I, you know, I've got faith that Christ can do you know, all things. I've got faith in God. But putting that faith into action and getting rid of your doubt and your fear, putting your trust in God, that's, that's where it becomes difficult because words are just words. I can say, I, I, have, I trust God. I trust God to take care of me. I, I have faith that he'll do you know, what he promises he'll do. And then just move on about my day. But if we're talking about doing something God commands me to do, i.e., let's just let's just pretend God's commanding me. I don't even want to say pretend. Let's just say God's calling me and commanding me to lead worship somewhere or be a part of worship somewhere. Me putting my faith and my trust in Christ to you know to the test necessarily, which God says not to test us, test him, but you get what I'm trying to say, putting it into action, that's that's where it would be a trial for me because I would my, my fear would overwhelm me. You know, I get stomach aches when I get nervous. That would overwhelm me to the point where I would be like, you know, God, I, I, I can't do this. Just like Moses when he was saying, you know, I, I stutter, I, I get tongue twisted, they're not going to believe me. You know, I, I, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not the guy you want. God, you find somebody else, God. But God proved over and over to Moses. Listen, I'm the creator of all things. I've got this and I've got you. So we're going to do it. And ultimately they did. God used Moses because Moses put his faith into action and Moses decided to trust God. And Moses decided he was going to listen to God. In life, God's going to call us to do things that we're not comfortable doing. Something we may not want to do or or something that we don't think we'll be good at. But putting our faith and our trust in God into action, that's our, that's our test. That's when God's going to show out through us. And if we decide, you know what, God's just going to have to call somebody else. Imagine the lives that could be lost because of your decision not to do something for Christ. Imagine the blood that would be on your hands 
if those people you could have reached for Jesus Christ died and went to hell tomorrow because you weren't comfortable, quote unquote. Chris has said it multiple times, and I'll, I'll use this quote, you know, we claim comfortability. I'm not comfortable with that. Imagine how uncomfortable Jesus Christ was hanging on that cross with a crown of thorns on his head, nails in his wrists and through his feet, and being beaten nearly to death before he even got nailed to that cross. Imagine how uncomfortable he was. Who am I to say I'm not comfortable singing on a stage for God? You know, trust God and trust his process and trust that when God says, listen, you're going to do this. It's because he knows you can do it because he created you to do it. I encourage you to go read Exodus chapter four and read that story of Moses because it's an absolutely awesome example of God's power. I encourage you to do that. I am out of time. I'm pulling into my work, so I'm going to jump off here. But I hope and pray that if you feel convicted or called to do something that you would not let fear or doubt or the I I, I, I can't do that. Turn you off to God's calling. God's created us all for a purpose, and I fully and wholeheartedly believe that. So when God calls us to do something, let's have faith and let's trust that God's going to take care of us through the process. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to jump off here. Thanks for listening. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for scripture and thank you for those great men of God and scripture that you used and those who even doubted and that you you put your hand on and brought them through and to do amazing things that we are now able to learn from God. We are so thankful for that. We pray that you'll bless us as we go throughout our day. We pray that you'll bless this podcast and we pray that you will bless my words so that somebody may lose their doubt and put their faith and their trust in you. And it's in your heavenly name we pray. Amen.